Welcome to another great edition of the Permanent Vacation Radio Program. My name is Kevin. Woohoo! All right, who else is in the house? Mr. D. AK. All right, we are all here and uh, we're all queer. Get over it. Um, <laughs> so uh, it's going to be an awesome show. We are coming off the uh, kind of the, the, the shine is still on the rose, so to speak. Is that a, is that a term? Shine on the rose? <laughs> off the rose? I don't know. What? But, uh, yeah, we had a great show uh, last <gasps> week at uh, Best Pies. We had a live show, and a lot of people showed up. We want to thank everybody for coming out and supporting Permanent Vacation Radio sh- uh, radio and uh, the podcast. And uh, I've, I've, we, we're handing out stickers. I've seen stickers all over town. <laughs> I dropped off stickers today at Xander's Spirits here in town. Oh, nice. Tina was ecstatic. Mm. Thank you, Tina. Yes, yeah. and uh, so those uh, stickers are available just send a self-addressed stamped envelope to uh, Permanent Vacation Radio at uh, Funk and Wagnall's uh, porch. Uh, I don't know. We'll get you an address to do that. Or you can send us a te- uh, an, an email at info at permanentvacationradio.com. And uh, we'll get that email. And we'll send us your address and we'll uh, send you some uh, stickers because we've got them. Excellent. That's right. Yeah. How's everybody's uh, week uh, since the uh, big live broadcast? So good. You had a birthday. Yeah, I did have a birthday. Oh, yes. Happy birthday to Kevin. Thank you very much. The big five one. I, yeah, I spent the day. I didn't sure catch it up to this to this old guy. Uh, I do. Yeah. Well, you know the thing, the way that math works is, I don't think I'm ever going to catch you. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm going to catch you. I'll always but, be one heat, one year ahead of you. Yeah. So I had a great day yesterday. Um, we had some recent snowfall here. Shocking. Mm. Um, I think we're going to be saying that for ten years straight. We had some recent <laughs> snowfall here, and. Um, for those of you just finding the show, we are broadcasting or coming from uh, beautiful Lake Tahoe, California, hence the name of the show, Permanent Vacation. We deal with the same things that you guys do. It's just that we're on permanent vacation because we're up here in Tahoe, and it's fantastic. Um, but uh, long story short, we got some snow. I headed out to Squaw Valley, USA, and had a wonderful time shredding the gnar. Did you drink a beer or two? I had a beer or two there out there. I had some uh, bad food, Ooh. and um, it was uh, fantastic. Bad in a good way. Ah. You know, unhealthy, you know, yes. chili and nachos. chips and nachos yes. and nice. onion onion rings. Onion oh. rings. Good Lord. Yeah, just good I, stuff. The decision makers in my sights. Uh. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, I had an instantaneous Pavlovian response when you said that. I, like, could, no. I could taste it immediately. <laughs> totally. They do have some that might be one of the greatest things. sandwiches I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> Holy moly. I'm getting one within, within I gotta, seven days. It's making me hungry. I got to figure out an excuse to get out there to uh, to uh, the Crest Cafe to pick up one of the sandwiches. It's got to be a good Decision excuse. maker. Yeah. I like it. So, yeah, I had a good day out uh, on the slopes yesterday. I had a great day over at a friend's house last night. Uh, we stayed up to the wee hours uh, drinking, regaling each other with uh, hilarious stories. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and we had uh, we had some delicious beer. In fact, uh, I want to thank Dennis, Mr. D, for bringing in uh, one of the greatest beers ever created um, uh, every year at this time. Uh, Founders Brewery, who we've reviewed a couple of their beers, we've at least talked about them on the show. Um, they yeah, come we, with, we reviewed the uh, All Day IPA. That's right, All Day IPA. 
And uh, we uh, are always anticipating April coming around because that is the release date of uh, KBS, which is a Kentucky bourbon stout. And um, that is their breakfast stout. And they basically age that in Kentucky bourbon barrels for over a year or right at a year. And then they release it every year. And uh, chocolate coffee, mm. yeah, one of the greatest beers ever produced. Um, if you have your have a chance to find this uh, in your local store, buy it now because it's going to be gone fast. Dennis brought me over, which I didn't know they made a 750 milliliter first, version of first it. year for that. And uh, I don't know who in their right mind could ever drink this. It's 11.4 percent alcohol. 11.8. 11.8. It used to be 12.4, if I'm not mistaken, but wow. they've dropped it down a little bit this year. But uh, holy <laughs> mackerel, it's still a monster of a beer. And at 750 milliliters, that's uh, that's like a, a that'll feed a family of eight. <laughs> Yeah, it's like so a, it's a bottle of wine. Thank you so much, uh, Dennis. Uh, to age or not to age, that is the eternal question when it comes mm. to these uh, bourbon barrel aged stouts. <laughs> it's already gone a year. Does it need to go another year? Does it need to go six months? Or do oh, I crack man. it and drink it? So many. Questions. I just remember that the other founders that we had was that mango habanero. That's oh, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that had some mixed reviews on that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. But uh, definitely it. not KBS. KBS is no. outstanding. I wish uh, Miss uh, AK. Uh, didn't have the allergy to uh, uh, chocolate because yeah. um, I think you'd really enjoy this. I'm sure I would. What's not to like? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, luckily for me, I was able to uh, do all of that partying and fun festival at 51, at 51 last night because the, over the course of the last week, I usually have, I was telling uh, you guys off, off mic, I have a pretty steel constitution. It takes a lot to upset my stomach. And I had three solid days of where it was coming out of both ends. Oh, and gosh. I've never really had that happen before. And I thought I was dying. I thought I was going to die. It's a 51-year-old hangover. I think it will. I, <laughs> I, I should be in the same boat today, but I'm not after yesterday. But I'm not. Uh, so something happened. Um, I got a hold of a bad burrito or something happened. But, uh, yeah, I had three days where I was just thinking to myself, this is hell on earth. Yeah, I'm dying. No, I, yeah. I am dying. There is yeah. something wrong with me. There, I'm I'm basically pissing out of my butt. Ew, <laughs> your butt. Yeah, sorry about that, but uh, you know, got to draw a picture, paint a picture. <laughs> um, I was painting a picture, all right. It was like a mariachi band in that uh, bathroom. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> was there corn salsa? <laughs> no, it was like the horn section in there. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, it's unbelievable. We're, slow, of, we're, like, we're not that quick. Yeah, it was like best of me mucho. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I, I've, I, I'm fully recovered and um, everything is right as rain, uh, at least for the time being. And uh, I'm happy to say if that not, I've though, survived know. another year. Oh, I will. I will. That's what this show is all about. Letting you guys know. Letting you guys know about my BMs. PMBM. PMBM. P- hey, that's the name of our new show. It's it's BM and the PM. I draw the line at sponge bath. AMBM. <laughs> it's B- it's BM and the PM. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get enough of each other. Oh man, I'm Sandy Wipe. BM in the PM. <laughs> Turd Ferguson. Turd Ferguson. Fuck you, San Diego. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm feeling good and uh, feeling right as rain, and That's had a, had a great day. Now I know um, AK, you got out of town for a few days. Where were you? I blasted out of here during a snowstorm. Yep. And uh, went you're not through. Afraid. Not went afraid. Through a, some sort of a massive 
Class four storm. So now the last time one of us left the zone, uh, they went to Mexico during a. Uh, uh, Where did you go? Did you go to some tropical? Oh, the Bay Area, area. Oakland, huh? I drove to the Bay Area through no, the Bay. Um, I stayed at my friend's house. She lives right off of uh, Mission, um, right in that little area. Yeah. And um, I like in San Francisco. Seminar downtown. Love it, love it, love it down there. Ah, Tom Vu. Huh? Was it Tom Vu? Come to my seminar. You make a million. You do have two choices right now, my friend. Number one is do nothing, stay home, do what most people do, and five years later you'll be lucky if you have a job. Or number two. You can come to my seminar, learn the secret of how other people are making millions. Yeah. Don't be yeah. loser. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> See all uh, these beautiful girls? You create your own power. You know, power. Yeah. I learned, I learned how to flip houses. No, I'm kidding. With, awesome. <laughs> with with uh, <laughs> what's that guy, Ty Pennington? Yeah. Oh, my God. So what what was your seminar all about? What, um, did you, what was your seminar all well, about? Well, as we all know, I'm an esthetician, which um, includes waxing and eyebrow designing and um i one of my friends just mentioned to me that i might be good at microblading which i had never heard of oh i used to microblade all the time yeah i had uh i had the five wheel version and i had the spandex suit and the uh body protection and i was pretty good yeah microblading microblading is that what Um, you're talking about yeah no it's actually a 3d art um, tattooing art form. Oh, um, so I'm becoming a tattoo artist. So wait a minute. Uh, so I'm gonna drive a Harley and yeah. smoke cigarettes. Awesome. You'll be vaping. <laughs> no, I'll be smoking. No filter. Yeah, no filter. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, where are you setting up your new studio for these tattoos? Well, that's all in the mix, and um, to not to be announced. Not to be announced. To be or not to be. That is the question. To be, to be, TBA. Yes, TBD. BBC and TBD. Stay tuned. Right. Yeah. So stay tuned. But yeah, so it's a really cool art form, and it's um, not real easy to do. And it's so. Is this for artistic purposes, this or is, is to, this something um, that is cosmetically? Cosmetic makeup almost, and it's a semi-permanent it. tattoo, and you tattoo people's eyebrows on like hair, at a, a hair at a time, and they're micro wow. thin. Um, fissures kind of that you put ink into and it creates a a look of having hairs there it looks very realistic i mean obviously this is for people that have no hair eyebrow hairs you know have some sort of trauma or some sort of a lot of women get comb overs or there's bald spots or you over plucked when you were 20 for a decade and now they don't grow back uh, um, hormones super fair is, skin is that a thing yeah. really yeah you can over pluck and they won't oh come heck back. yeah that's that's why a lot of women do this because they went really heavy handed and they draw that shit in all the time yeah and so um that you know putting makeup on your face like that i had no idea it's rough interesting so now when you take this seminar i mean do you come away with that with the skills or do you 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 got a lot of practice still to go there's practice you're tattooing a face you know this is like so it's like burton ernie on the uh, sesame street when they used to learn how to uh shave and they would use a balloon (laughs) with shaving cream (laughs) and if the balloon pops it's like no back to the drawing board i I kept (laughs) i kept making this quote while we were there because you get these swaths of like fake skin and it's the color of skin and everything and you you practice on that to get the motions and stuff yeah and i kept going she puts the lotion in the basket <laughs> and like nobody everybody was just like what's wrong with that one girl yeah <laughs> you know she's I was like, well, doesn't didn't anybody see silence of the lambs and one girl, girl was like 
I watched part of it, I think, 20 years ago. Holy like, well. mackerel. These people living under a rock. D- didn't you introduce yourself as, hello, everyone. My name is AK. But I, I have a show. <laughs> yeah. I did say, I just get ready. here from Tahoe through the snow in a lightning storm. I have a podcast. Yeah. Buckle up. Right. And everybody's like, it's still <laughs> snowing in California? I'm like, I know. I know. It's Antarctica here. I was like, over there, it was in the spring. Yeah. And it was nice. I mean, it was cold, but it was nice. And, you know, Everybody's got tube right. tops on. No, yeah, not exactly. But shorts were being worn. Um, Dr. Scholl. Yeah. And uh, then I was Do like, people God, still I'm wear just... tube, top, tube tops? Do, I mean, is that a thing? Yeah, usually women with so. the wrong titties for it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, like hoodie boo boo? Right. Like Miss Chokes on Dick from South Park. <laughs> <laughs> children, children. <laughs> yeah, I think we need to do that. We de- uh, this is Permanent Vacation Radio. We have a huge pull in the community. I think we need to bring back the tube top. <laughs> I'm in. Let's bring Be back careful, the tube top. What you wish for. No, I like it. I like it. Everybody up here is in pretty decent shape, most for, for the most part. Let's get the, the tube top going. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, yeah, done. Dennis, what do you think? Done. Done. Get Me and you, made. tube tops. Sure. Bring him back the tube top. All right. All right. That might be oh, that might be the picture for the next episode. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, yeah, what else is new? Dennis, you got anything going on in your life? You got uh, uh, probably uh, weddings up the yin-yang still? Or probably just heading into that 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 maelstrom which is june soon full steam ahead yes we yeah. are we're uh, we're booking uh, we're booking some weddings here and you and thought you were going to have a nice uh, break during oh. winter no but there was no break no no more breaks so you're like a it's like a uh, you got like a, a monopoly going or something not a monopoly because you're not the only guy doing monopoly. that up here but uh, we had some clients called us uh you guys are very coveted DJs. Oh, and I was like coveted. Like Whoa. Jesus, let me is get that my dictionary. Take a out. number. That's amazing. Take- <laughs> yes, yeah, single file, please. Let me look. My, look that please up. Please register dictionary. online. Yes. Uh, let me give you this beeper. It'll beep when we're available to you. And so uh, that was that was nice to hear. That's great. So are you guys now? turning down any business simply because uh you know you get booked out and and they have Not to go cool searching somewhere else or something. uh well one of the first questions we asked is what you know obviously what's the date and then we yep. look at our calendar and if, if we're already booked we tell them right out of the gates that we can't unless we can handle doing both right sometimes we we do that sometimes she'll go to south lake and i'll go to the Maine, beautiful ca- uh, the beautiful candy is also right. doing double duty yes, yes. And uh, we'll go to two different locations. Usually, when it's receptions only. Yeah. When it's a wedding and reception, we're doing the one we're, we're micing the ceremony and the reception. Awesome. Then we go there together. Awesome. It's it's, uh, it's intense. And not uh, to lie to you. And uh, you know your your beautiful wife. We just mentioned Candy uh, is uh, helping you out uh, partnership up with that that whole DJ business. But then she has another thing going on as well, which is her band Metal Echo, which is a uh, highly sought band up here but they're not always doing that thing they take some breaks every once in a while but uh i think if i'm not mistaken do they not have some dates coming up they do coming up real soon uh maybe next show we'll uh, actually we'll talk about some dates yeah next, next cool show. awesome so coming up in the near future there's two that are uh two that are etched in stone that are definitely gonna happen awesome yeah. Yeah. awesome cool we went to see some music last night yeah saw the london souls AK yeah and I. um very reminiscent of a Lenny Kravitz yep. situation, and he had a drummer and him, and that's it. It was hmm. uh, it was it was fuzz and feedback are, com- are are making a comeback. Oh yeah, and it, it immediately reminded me of uh, Fred Sonic Smith from uh, 
MC5. Oh, yeah. Kick out the jams. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I thought he was playing a Rage song there yeah, for a minute. Right. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. They were great. There was, it was, again, another band that was refreshing from the CBC norm. Yeah. So singer, and they brought in a guitar good player, and drummer. Yes. Just two dudes. Two dudes. Yeah. And they looked like, like they they looked like they were in 1967. Yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> wow. Dressed like 1967 and Pretty just, great. just cool. Just no no tudes. Just go up there and rock. Right. Awesome. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was awesome. a lot of people there. It was uh, good. Any awesome. opening band or was it just them? No, the um, opening band, interestingly enough. <laughs> go ahead, AK. I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> so we were sitting at the bar having, I was actually having club soda because I'm not drinking right now except for beer reviews. And um, <laughs> the bartender comes over. Damn straight. <laughs> the bartender's over and is like, hey, you guys, it's hilarious. He's like, the first band that was on, um, the opener, they came out and Within 45 minutes, they started arguing so much that they just were kicked out of the CBC and left. They were arguing on amongst stage. themselves on stage. or with They fights. stopped the music. With no, there was fist no fights. fist fight. We, we, oh. heard, we had heard fist fight oh, oh. and got excited I'll about fist fight. But wait, wait, wait this, this was between the band members or yeah, with yeah. the so audience? There was, a, I guess, apparently band members. the lowdown <laughs> I got from my friend who works there is that the... It was Oasis? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderwall. <laughs> but anyway, no, they uh, had an argument because the one guy kept losing his voice and the other guy was getting pissed, is what I got from one of my friends telling me about it. Huh. I don't know. It might be hearsay. It doesn't make sense. Huh. Well, wow. yeah, Bummer. but we missed that. And that, it sounded fun. Yeah. To see. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, ever, I've never band, actually. Band drama on yeah. stage. I've seen some technical issues, but I've never seen a band. Uh, have just issues break amongst out themselves. And, yeah, it's great. You know, there's all those great stories about those things happening, but I've never actually seen it. I've never been in a band, but I live with a band member, and uh, she uh, she says it's like having five boyfriends. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's <laughs> wow. You have five different personalities, five different lives. Three of them have kids. You're trying to book a date. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's tough. Yeah, yeah. sounds like uh, permanent vacation radio sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's only three of us. Yeah, man. <laughs> I was go- MIA for two no weeks. No kids. <laughs> no kids. No. no. <laughs> no it's, it's still we a barely mess. work. <laughs> What's the problem here? <laughs> we live like thirty minutes away from each other. God. That's the main hurdle right yeah, there. Is, is uh, I, I mean, I can't imagine us trying to do this like on the East Coast, and like some of us live in. You know, one state and you have to commute to the other state or whatever. Lower Manhattan and Upper Manhattan. Unbelievable. Well, we're fortunate in the fact that uh, we live in a beautiful place and uh, getting around and doing this kind of stuff is actually fun to do. Um, So, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about um, uh, another crazy thing that happened uh, over, gosh, I think it just happened today. This is going to be our next edition of What? 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 The yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> so, uh, a reoccurring segment on this show, WTF, we talk about things that are uh, just mind-boggling to us, uh, either in a positive way or <laughs> uh, mostly in a negative way. And uh, I saw something come across the news today. It was a grainy cell phone video, which is all the rage. No one knows how to take good video, which is unbelievable to During me. During the most important parts of 
know. Yeah, I mean, we all have these incredible devices in our hands um, that are essentially tiny computers with really high-powered uh, cameras on them. I don't even use a. Some of them have 4K. Yeah, I mean, I don't even have a. I, I don't even have a point-and-shoot camera anymore. There's no reason to have one. I have a couple video cameras, but the video quality on these cameras are so incredible that when someone is being manhandled on an airplane. That's when you you push the HD button on your phone and you, you get the good quality video. So there was some video going around today of some guy just getting hauled, hogtied, and hauled off an airplane today. He was just being dragged out at the end. Yeah, screaming nonsense. Yeah. Um, and what's uh, what's the backstory? So well, I mean, what I'm looking at this backstory? video and I'm going, what did this guy do? Did he remember the guy who uh, who? Uh, got up and squatted on the uh, food tray a bunch of years back and started what? started defecating on the food no. tray. Right? <laughs> Are you serious? No, no. So that guy, I'm thinking, th I'm thinking that guy got yanked off the plane probably and was probably screaming and pooping and all that stuff on the way out. Oh my so I'm thinking God. this guy must have done something similar. But oh no 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 no, not in today's world. It's always got to be something WTF. So essentially, what happened on this this flight? is um, I guess they overbooked the plane, so every seat was taken. And uh, this was a United flight. I can't remember what city it was go going out of. Um, it was the city with bad cell phone video. Uh, that's, that's what city it was. But anyway, um, long story short, apparently United had some employees of theirs that they wanted to get to the destination location. Then they wanted to put them on this plane, but the plane was overbooked. So they threw out to the... Uh, the uh, passengers, hey, who wants to get bumped to the next flight? Uh, we'll give you an extra bag of peanuts. And everybody, like, you know, crickets, right? Don't they usually give money, though, honestly? They usually give you a voucher. Uh, they, they typically do give you a voucher, but uh, in this case, the first thing they uh, I think they uh, offered was peanuts, and this is what they got in response. <laughs> So the next thing that they did was they offered everybody four hundred dollars. What? So and of course, Dennis, Dennis and I talked about this off the air before we were doing a little show prep, and Dennis said he's been in that situation before, and he he immediately leapt up like someone offered him uh, the meaning of life, and went. Don't hold out. I'll take 400 bucks. Fucking yeah. That pays for the damn flight. And you get another flight. Yeah, yeah. So um, basically, nobody took them up. So again, $400 is what they offered. This is what they got. And they needed seats for four employees. So they offered now $800. Oh, shit. So. Double the Are you fucking serious? After eight, eight uh, hundred dollars. Where are these people fucking going? That's what they got again. So these people needed to get where they were going, obviously. So what did United do after the $800 offer? They brought out the trusty random name generator, Mabob. And they picked four random names of passengers and then ejected them <laughs> from four the airplane. Four people. So this was just one out of four guys. This was one out of four. Do they, Three. St do they still get the door prize of eight hundred dollars? I I really don't know. I think yeah, four four people got off the plane willingly, and this guy I'd who, start flinging my poo like a monkey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Apparently, this guy was a doctor and was very upset because he needed to get home to see his patients, which I think is a fairly legitimate. Total reason. Yeah. If I was uh, his patient, I'd be stoked. But the video clearly shows three 
uh, jackbooted thugs getting on right. the uh, Who airplane. Were those guys? TSA. Two guys were in uniform. One guy was in jeans and a T-shirt, and that's the guy <laughs> who yanked this guy out of the uh, seat forcibly. While all these people were, uh, you know, having Going, no, crazy no, reactions. No, yes, no. crazy reactions. And then uh, apparently during this, they smashed him in the mush. So he had blood all over him. Oh, my God. And they knocked him out. He was unconscious being serious? drugged through this the aisle of the plane. Su- this guy yeah. is going to now be Mr. United. Right. So, <laughs> oh, man, he's going to be ripped. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, you didn't mean like bodybuilding. You meant like Mr. United. <laughs> no, he's so, going to own that company. At, yeah, at some point, do you just... It's like it's going to be cheaper to just give the guy a fucking plane, right? Here, you can have your own plane. Yeah. Instead of us vi- having videotape of all this going fucking on. insanity. So why don't you just Is that give- why he was limp and being dragged out at the end? He was unconscious. Yeah. He was unconscious. Are you fucking serious? But then he regained consciousness and somehow made it back onto, onto the, plane the plane, right? And had to be removed <laughs> a second time. <laughs> That's, is that the video that we see? Was, that's what he no. was voicing that okay. he needed to get home because of his patients. I have to go home. 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 Kill me. Just kill me. Kill me. Just kill me. I have to go home. Kill me. Just kill me. Just kill me. Just kill me. I have to go home. I have to go home. Good night now. Uh, all I know so you is you have that another guy that could cover your fucking patients while you're not out? <laughs> or that, or can't you get your shit together as a company and figure out how to get your employees where also they need that. to be without having to do that? <laughs> no, you, or, have, you have a whole air fleet. Or <laughs> maybe go from an $800 thing to maybe $1,200. 12. Keep yeah. going until you get the people off the you plane. You get your own you private to. plane. Still, everybody's like... Instead of this video, which is going to cost them a lot more than $800, right? Yeah, if you send Joe Bob, like Mr. Shrinky Dick, um, on the plane, <laughs> he beats the shit out of somebody, you're fucked. Yeah. Who was that guy? I don't know. An air marshal, maybe. 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 Undercover air marshal. Yeah. It was... Uh, they it, have big dicks, I'm sorry. It was Wesley Snipes. Never bet on black. <laughs> Always bet on black. That guy's I forget. I I don't see color, so it doesn't matter. Snakes. He's one of the dark darkest black guys I've seen. Snakes on a plane. Yeah, his career has uh, no, been. Re- no snakes on a plane. His his career has been revived because he uh, got through all that IRS stuff. Happy happy news. On on another note. I just did too. So. Oh. I just got my refund. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Spent before I got <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Needed that before. Yeah. 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 So uh, that is our uh, WTF. If somebody offers you $800 to get off the plane <laughs> and, they, and they have yeah, desperation. Man. No, no, no. I'm going to say different. Uh, if they have desperation in their eyes, hold out for more. Hold out for more. Hold out for the air marshal to beat your ass. Well, if you do see the guy with the jeans come in and the two guys the with the. Uh, <laughs> the guy with the jeans. No, no. And the, guy, no, and the two that. guys with the and the two guys with the uh, uniforms behind him. Uh, you may want to try and do get a little bartering going. They look like they're um, wearing army uniforms. But I have a feeling this is not going to happen again anytime soon. I. It's been this long since it fucking happened the first time. It's been. <laughs> uh yeah so uh that's wtf we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna come back with some uh maybe some beer review <laughs> thank god your roommate found that please kill me please kill me please kill me oh my god <laughs> oh, Jesus. 
Yeah, so update to the WTF. <laughs> we were just shown a video of the poor gentleman that was manhandled on the uh, United flight. And uh, apparently his message to the public was, <laughs> Please kill me! Please kill me! Please kill me! Please kill me! Just kill me! Kill me! Just kill me! Kill me! Just kill me! Just kill me! Just kill me! Yeah, so I think I wonder if it was a result of the uh, knock up, upside the head that he got because he was clearly bloodied. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he somehow made it back on the plane and uh, was repeating over and over and over, please kill me, please kill me, please kill me. So, yeah, something going on there. We'll dive into it, figure <laughs> out if we can get to the bottom. A lot of the things. So what do we got? Waldos? It's uh, Yeah, but uh, I just wanted to finish up that last story oh. by saying, <laughs> this sounds like a job for CSI Miami. Yeah! <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, yeah, let's get into another great edition of the Permanent Vacation Radio Beer Review. Delicious. Oh, Lagunitas. Yeah, so uh, I guess we should do our beer review sounder, shall we? My God, give us our free beer. I remember my first beer. I'm drunk. You're drunk. Everybody's drunk. It was the greatest beer in all the all right, and uh, this week we are trying a seasonal offering, something that comes out only once a year, and uh, it's been coming out since um, 2011. That's the first year it was introduced. Uh, this is coming again from Lagunitas, which is located in Petaluma, California, and the beer that we are uh, sampling tonight is called the Waldo's Special Ale. And for those of you who have never heard about this uh, particular beer, there is an actual backstory with this beer. The Waldos are a uh, family um, that was going to school in, I think, um, San Rafael or something like that. And uh, this, as the story goes, in 1971, the Waldos met one afternoon at 4.20 in the p.m. in front of their uh, courtyard at their school near the statue of Louis Pasteur. I have no idea what that has to do with anything, but they threw that in there. Um, and they set out in their 1966 Impala, armed with a treasure map, on a journey to find a secret garden near Point Reyes. I'm thinking secret garden. You guys will have to tell me. That's uh, got to be code for weed, weed place. <laughs> Marijuana. Yeah, weed place. 1971 weed. weed place. Okay. So they met there uh, all at the same time every day and continued their quest. And that became a tradition of their, theirs. Uh, and they never found the secret garden. What they started doing, though, is they started using the term 420 when referring to anything cannabis-related. And according to lore, the Waldos were the ones who coined the term 420 in relationship to marijuana or uh, no cannabis. No way, bro. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, these guys have all kinds of evidence uh, showing that they were writing about it way back when. They have letters. They have their own website. Um, and uh, so the guys from Lagunitas caught wind of this, got a hold of them, and back in 2011 started brewing what they consider the hoppiest and dankest beer brew ever brewed at Lagunitas, uh, all in mm. conjunction with the Waldos. So this is Lagunitas 
the Waldo Special Ale, available in April. 420 is the release date every year. If you can find us now, it's out in stores. Uh, find your local uh, beer uh, hustler and see if they'll bring that into their uh, local store there so you can sample this right along with us. We're going to check it out right now. Uh, some of the I'll have uh, Dennis do the honors while I read some of the propaganda here. Backstory, well, we talked about the backstory, but this is available on tap if you can find it. It's also available in 12-ounce six-packs. Now, when I tell you the next thing, I'm shocked that this is available at six packs, but this is coming in at a whopping 11.9 ABV, Whoa, which is just humongous. Uh, that would be considered an Imperial IPA. Uh, OG is uh, 1.107, um, and also IBU, which is International Bitterness Units, is coming in at over 100. So this is going to be good. the dank of the dankest. It's also going to be very, very powerful. And... Uh, we're gonna go around the table here and uh, kind of think, uh, see what uh, see what we think about this. Uh, food pairings, according to Lagunitas, are uh, beer battered Twinkies con queso. Whoa! So <laughs> if you can find those in your local restaurant or <laughs> yeah. making them yourself, um, apparently the Waldo Special Ale coming in at 11.9 ABV is a good option to. Uh, to have with some beer battered con queso Twinkies. I, I want to have that just to say that I've had that. Yum. But uh, so, yeah, let's uh, take a little whiff. Man, it smells like weed. It does. Smells dank. like hoppy. Yeah, dank, yeah. Dank, dank. Super, super hoppy. Uh, cheers, everybody. Cheers, Aruni. What do you think here? Whoa. Holy moly. That's strong as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Good Lord. Yeah. So uh, you have got to Grab absolutely. Grab some buds. You have got to absolutely love hops to get on, on this because this is just over the top. It's a punch in the face. Yeah, I'm a hop guy. I am wow. a big IPA guy. Really alcoholic, but too. But this is big, big, big. Uh, let's super, go around the table. Super boozy. Let's start off with uh, Mr. D. Um, Mr. D, I know you are... Uh, uh, a uh, a beer buyer for a local place. Not sure if we're allowed to talk about it or not, but uh, we just did. Did we? What were we talking about? Uh, Central Market. Tell us Central Market. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kings Beach. Yeah. Uh, did you guys uh, have you guys had this before? Uh, yes, last year we had last year's version. Yeah. But I've never tried it until tonight. So. Oh, so uh, you have no point of reference no, other than the no, fact no. that you've you're aware of it. Right. Got it. So what are your initial thoughts? Uh, super boozy, danky on the nose. Yep, super boozy, and uh, like you said, it's a palate wrecker. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> if you're gonna drink this, you're not drinking anything else if you want to taste it later. Yeah, I would say uh, barbecue burgers. Oh, that's a good call. Yeah. Um, mm. AK's contemplating. <laughs> so what do you what do you think about the six pack format? Is that just over the top for eleven point nine? It could be dangerous. Yeah, but then why wouldn't someone just buy two eight two four packs? And yeah, then you get two. Then you have eight beers. Yeah, well, and, and I think this is coming. In the, the one good thing about this is, um, I'm not saying there's this is the one good thing, but <laughs> one good thing about it is that you know it's coming in. at Lagunitas was purchased by who? Who they owns them now? Do you remember? Oh gosh, is, is it InBev? I forget who. Yeah, but so they they have big distribution now, um, and uh, so and they're they're brewing in Chicago too. Well, the other thing is that um, their their price is right in there with like a Sierra Nevada. So for a beer like this, which is a very unique beer, a very quality beer, uh, and for those of of you who like big hoppy beers and uh, big flavor and big booze, this is going to also be available at Lagunitas prices, which typically a beer like this is going to come in. Um, 
uh, a six pack like this would probably cost you like 26 bucks or something like that. I know, I think the four pack of Founders KBS is coming in right around 25 bucks. Yes, wow. it is. Yeah. I have, we, uh, it's 23 Yeah. For how many? Four. Four 12 ounce Whoa. beers. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you're going to be able to pick up a six pack of Waldo's that's for. That's 25 bucks. Yeah, I'm guessing this is going to come right in at about 14, 15 bucks. So that's a lot of good beer for a reasonable price. AK, thoughts <laughs> I'm on. I'm like, that's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a triple IPA. So, I mean, you're yeah. getting a lot for big bang for right. buck. Oh, man. You get, you get two beers in one bottle. I so, don't know. This beer immediately tasted too strong to me. And now that I've drank a few times, I would not drink more than a couple sips of that. Yeah. It's not that. It's not. Kill, it's not. It's not your bag. Not it's not doing your bag, it baby. For me. Yeah. No. So too much. I can't even tell what it tastes like to tell you. It just tastes like <laughs> I just drink like a shot of grain alcohol. Like a mixed, bag of hops. Mixed with a yeah. Killian's Red. <laughs> With <laughs> Killian's Red. Green alcohol, Killian's Red. That's wow. Like red. Holy moly. <laughs> Find AK's review on Beer Advocate coming soon with lots of comments underneath it. Yeah. <laughs> this bitch doesn't know what she's talking about. Killian's Red. Uh, wow. Came to so mind. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that uh, this t- t- beer to me might be a little bit much. Um, definitely unique. I'm glad I'm having it. Um, I, I do like big hoppy beers uh i like big alcohol content beers imperial ipas that hide the alcohol well one great example of that would be hopped hoptimum from sierra nevada um it's one of my favorites and then also uh you know we've talked about space dust um i think we've also talked about uh what's the other big big dog uh that we've talked about um ruination ruination sculpin yeah, all of those uh, those big imperial beers that do a good job hiding the uh, the alcohol. This one is not disguising it super super well. Um, I'm getting that sting on my tongue, and I'm getting that yeah. kind of uh, warm warmness in the back of my throat, <laughs> um, which makes me feel like I'm drinking booze. <laughs> so yeah, for right. me, that uh, does take a little bit away from it, um, but. The good thing about this beer that I really, really like is if you are into hops, you are definitely going to not be disappointed. It is a hop circus. It is a absolute hop bomb. And um, again, something that may be a little bit tough on the palate coming in at over 100 IBUs. Um, so make sure your food pairing is correct. Uh, make sure you're prepared for that. And if you're having, if you're planning on having more than one beer, this excuse me, you might want to save this one for last. Right. Yeah, um, you might want to get the bed ready to hit. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, so uh, let's go around the table. Start with uh, Mr. D. And uh, what is our rating? One through five. I'll give it a three five. Three five. Yeah, wow, it's not my high. favorite, but it's but it's uh, it's 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 not my bag, but it's I I can see where it's I see, I can appreciate the hops and the high booze content, mm-hmm. but it's not for me. Yep. Okay. Um, I give it like a two. Two. Dennis called it. He was putting up two fingers and called it right there. I am going to give this beer a four, actually. What? The the point that I'm going to knock is the the ABV. I think if they were able to disguise the the booze in this a little bit uh, better, I think I would be giving it a higher score because I love the hop flavor in this. Uh, I'm just a little bit... off put by how boozy it tastes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the last few months I've been digging session session beers. Right. Yeah, 
with more flavor, less booze. So this is totally out of totally, my uh, out of totally my wheelhouse different right now. Experience. Right, <laughs> right. So if you have a chance, get out out there and find this in your store. This is once again Lagunitas, the Waldo's special ale. You uh, can spot this one a mile away because it's got a big, huge green logo uh, that says Waldo's on the uh, six pack Waldo. carrier, and then also it's got the cool purple. Um, bottle caps. So uh, they are available in six packs and available on tap at your local tap room. So check that out. Go get it. That's going to do it for another edition of the Permanent Vacation Show Beer Review. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to get back into the show here. Uh, just a quick reminder for those of you who um, want to find us and can't find us, you can find us at um, permanentvacationradio.com. That's our webpage. You can also find us on the Podbean app at uh, Permanent Vacation Show. You can also find us on iTunes. Just go ahead and look up uh, up Permanent Vacation Show. Uh, subscribe to the feed there, and every time there's a new episode like this one, you will get a notification, and you can decide to either stream it live or you can download it and listen to you listen to it at your convenience. Downloading is the best. It helps the show and it helps you as far as listening uh, at your convenience. Plus, you can keep all the episodes for future generations. Mm-hmm. You can also find us on Instagram at permanent <laughs> underscore vacation underscore radio. Correct. Excellent. Uh, please, if you have uh, the inclination to do that, to help support the show even more, you can hit the patron button on either our Facebook page, which is Permanent Vacation Show, or all right there on the uh, Podbean app. Hit the pa- patron button, and you can donate uh, your hard-earned dollars to the show to help us bring the funny. We are constantly trying to expand our uh, empire here by getting better equipment and also being able to go out and do more live events. Plus, we have stickers. Yeah! Yeah, yeah. so uh, let us know. There are a couple categories on there of donations that will actually get you swag. Uh, donate to the show, and swag is on your way. If you'd like to advertise on the show, you can um, do that by donating to the show at the $50 level, and that's going to get you six months of advertising right here on the show, read by one of us professional narrowcasters. Mm. That's right. We're talking to you, CanFest. That's right. CanFest. Can we want your business. That's right. All right. Let's get back into our last segment of the show, and um, this is going to be kind of an update on something we've talked about in the past. We've had a couple uh, discussions regarding the current um, status of this the... This is getting better, by the way. Uh, yes, it is. It is. <laughs> Dennis is still drinking his Waldos there. And the more he has, the better he feels. He thought he was coming down with something, but now he feels... He's full of he's full of vim and or vigor. That's right. Piss and or vinegar. All right. So, um, yeah, we've been talking about uh, the current status of the resort industry up here. There's been some issues with uh, KSL. Squaw Valley wanted to do some expansion up here. And then also some acquisitions and some people getting kicked off of uh, uh, websites and uh, having their passes taken away. Well, the plot thickens because as of today, uh, April 18th, April 18th, no, April 10th, excuse me, got the date wrong there. April 10th, um, KSL um, purchased one of the bigger, uh, I guess, uh, resort companies, and that is Interwest. And along with that acquisition uh, comes two big Colorado ski resorts, both Steamboat and Winter Park. Not only that, but they're going to be picking up Stratton Mountain in uh, Vermont 
and they are also going to be picking up a number of resorts in Canada. So this puts them dead square in the big big boy pants uh, arena when it comes to ski area operators. So uh, we're going to kind of go around the table here, kind of get our reactions to that and uh, what we think. And for those of you who are out of the area and kind of listening to us from afar, this is definitely going to affect anybody who likes to go up to Canada, uh, Colorado, especially. I think the Colorado um, uh, atmosphere is going to change out there with KSL coming in and purchasing those two big resorts. And also the season pass aspect of things is going to be very interesting because as uh, we are all aware of, Vail is one of the big players here in the Tahoe Basin, but also in the ski industry uh, as a whole. They're the number one big dog on the, on the street. And with their Epic Pass, uh, you can essentially buy that pass and go to any of their properties. Let's see what happens with uh, KSL now. Will this expand to all of their properties to where if you have a pass to Squaw Valley, that also means you have a pass to uh, Stratton Mountain or Whistler, mm. or uh, excuse me, not Whistler, Winter Park or um, Steamboat. What I mean, do you guys think? It only makes it only makes sense that that they should if they want to put on the big boy pants and playing the big leagues. They should uh, yep. offer their services to all their mountains. I think. Yeah, um, and as of yet, being um, you know the the fact that they only had Squaw Valley and Alpine Meadows here in the basin, they really didn't have any options for that. You know, they they had a little bit of a co-op going with Whistler for a while until Vale bought Whistler, and now that option isn't going. They are part of the Mountain Collective, which allows pass holders to buy a pass at a certain level, and then they buy into this Mountain Collective program, which gives them a couple tickets a year to a list of other ski resorts, but they don't have any other properties. Now that they have a bunch of properties, will their pass become something similar to the Epic Pass? AK, thoughts? Um... AK, go. That's pretty good. That was my uh, Larry King. <laughs> what's, uh, what's wrong with your nose? I've never really taken part in the gold passes or the epic passes or anything because I find it's like slightly difficult for the average working person to get to travel Just too much. Pick up and leave. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, here in the area, I would say that a, a really good value is the epic pass because it does get you Heavenly and Kirkwood. So if yeah. you're a, a diehard Tahoe Basin fan, that alone I think is a big deal. Yeah. And then if you ever were to travel out of the area, the fact that you can get Whistler, you can get um, something in Utah or something. You, uh, Park Alton. City, yeah, and then Stratton, and then yeah, uh, yeah and that's cool. Amazing. Yeah, and if you happen to luck out to have like seven homes in each of those areas, then you really, <laughs> oh yeah, you yeah, probably yeah. own you own stock in KSL or. Fail or whatever. So I know I know where your thoughts are, and um, but my thought is: so now that they are putting on the big boy pants and they've got all of these properties that they now are they going to be able to manage them properly? Well, my my thought is: will this take away from this hyper focus that they have on this expansion mm. at Squaw? Yeah, or, I hope so. Or will this now put that on the back burner? Um, right. Or does it give them even more clout? What are your thoughts? Um, I hope that that happens. AK, I go. Do. I do. <laughs> I'm a slow starter. Um, yeah, I. Well, I, we are recording this at uh, eight o'clock at yeah, night, so after a big day. You're just waking um, up. Um, I think it's great to ski. You know, it's really great. It's really fantastic. It's huge. It's huge. Um, I like. Uh, I would like to think that they. 
I think I don't know the question. Well, it's sorry. Can you repeat the question? Yeah, just wondering if this is going to take their focus off of this. Oh, you know, God, you yeah. Know, okay, that, thank God. You know, the laser uh, focus that I they have, the that blinders. They, I hope that they do. And I hope that they have somebody who runs the mountain who's maybe like old school squaw person who's like comes back because they gave them enough money because now they can. Obviously, they picked up some money along the way because they've been crying about being almost bankrupt and shit. So where's that? What happened here? He's just. It's kind of interesting. I wonder where they got the money. Don't know. Don't know. Well, I mean, it's a vestment company, and they... they I've heard these rumors that a Japanese company was looking into KSL. I mean, buying Squaw from mm -hmm. KSL and also um, uh, Vail. Yeah. Yeah, Vail. Not sure. I, I, the other thing is uh, I can't believe that uh, Mount Rose is still sitting there untouched, and it's been up for sale for a couple years now. Oh, really? At least a couple years. I yeah. So interesting things going on in the landscape of ski resort ownership out there. Uh, you know, it's it's slowly becoming uh, a kind of a conglomeration kind mm -hmm. of game where you know it's it. I wouldn't necessarily say it's a it's a monopoly, but it's starting, it's to, starting sound, to seem like that. Well, it's starting to seem like it's the airlines. You know, it's like there's a few airlines. They all have their they're dragging people off, kicking and screaming. <laughs> please kill me! Please kill me! Please kill me! Um, yeah, so uh, interesting things going on. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, if you've got a squaw or Alpine Meadows Pass, being able to get out to Colorado and ski Winter Park or Steamboat is going to be fantastic, I think. And then uh, also, uh, from what I understand, winter... Or it can be a nerve-wracking situation where you feel like you're blowing it by not getting there, too. Winter Park, I hear, is is got some uh, expansion plans approved as well as Squaw Valley. So... I think they've been wanting to expand a while, for a while while being owned by IntraWest. Now that they're owned by KSL, we'll see if those plans still go through. But uh, it could be interesting how Winter Park uh, plays out because if they become an expanded resort and they really upgrade things that are happening out there, uh, that might be a great, great place to go check out, ski, and visit um, in Colorado. And uh, Mount Treblant in uh, Quebec and uh, a couple places up in Canada, also super interesting. But yeah, I mean, Interwest used to be one of the biggest of the bigs. In fact, they are yeah. known for the concept of the village. They mm -hmm. kind of created yep. that, them with uh, Aspen Ski Company. Huh. And um, uh, now uh, it looks like uh, they are going to be uh, uh, something that you talked about in the past. Interwest is now no longer, and now it's uh, all about KSL. Maybe they will keep the Interwest name going. I don't know, mm -hmm. um, because there's a lot of brand recognition. But, um, yeah, interesting stuff. If you want to hear a little bit more about the uh, kind of infancy of the whole village real estate expansion on the side of, uh, you know, on the, on the, uh, the, the skiing side of things, uh, pick up a book called The Downhill Slide, and that's a fantastic read that goes into all the basic concepts of how companies go in, acquire ski resorts, and then expand the real estate offerings. And that's kind of where all of this came from back in the day. Huh. Someone actually wrote a book about that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Rad. It's a very interesting book, too. Wow. It's called The Downhill Slide. Wow. And that's, uh, that's yeah. It's a little bit older book. Yep. It's been around for a little while. It's been around since probably 2000, maybe 2001. Yeah. Cool. I remember yeah. that book. 
So check that out. Uh, so anyway, long story short, that's going to do it for another great edition of the Permanent Vacation Radio Program. I want to thank uh, Mr. D and AK. You're welcome. For joining me. And uh, I'll, I'll feel 100% better about last next, next week, I promise. E- well, yeah. Don't, uh, don't, catch, your, don't like, count your chickens there, buddy. I feel like I'm off, off my game. Right All right. A, take care of yourself. That's the bottom line. See. And I think next week we have been teased we might be doing live right. blood pressure testing. Oh <laughs> That's right. Fantastic. All right, we're going to catch you guys all on vacation next week. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out. Just kill me, just kill me, just kill me, just go home, I have to go home.